Hey, guess what? What? It's podcast time. Yeah. Woohoo. Welcome to Friday Night Nudes. I'm Louisa Glenn. I'm Kim Baldwin. And here we are coming to you semi-live from Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> I've ruined that forever. <laughs> hey, Kim, what are nudes? Nudes are, well, nudes are noodles. There are many definitions of nudes. Nudes are noodles. Noodles are... It's our Friday night dinner. We get together on Friday nights, debrief, de-stress, mm-hmm. slurp noodles. Oh, yes. So All it's just like our, uh, it's our friend time. Yeah. Friday night nudes. Mm-hmm. Let's get together. Hash it out. Talk about all the things that have been going on and like... See our faces. Yeah. Each other's faces. Human contact. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today, Kim? Oh, my God. Well, first of all... Today's a mini-sode. Today is a mini-sode. Mini-sode! Yeah. Which means it'll just be like five minutes shorter than normal. <laughs> Maybe. If you're lucky, because... We're talking about pets. We are talking about our beloved, beloved pets. I'm so excited to talk about pets. Why don't you kick it off, Kim? Whoa. Whoa. All right. Do you want to? <clears throat> Have you been eating garbage candy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Have I? I finished all my garbage candy today. Do you have all your fillings? Uh, yeah. Last time I checked. Last time I checked, I had all my fillings. Okay. You go first. Okay. Yeah. You, Kim has the newest pet. So I'm going to let Kim go first and talk about her, the Baldwin Critters. The Baldwin Critters. Go for it. Okay. I'm going to start with my oldest pet out of loyalty to her. Okay. That's very fair. Yeah. She's been around longer. I have a dog and a cat. I have a dog named Linda McCartney. (laughs) Which, I mean, that name has just made me laugh every time I hear it. She looks like a Linda. She's the perfect definition, the perfect embodiment of a Linda. Yeah. If you come to my house and you see my dog and I say, this is Linda, and you think that that feels right. How did you name Linda Linda? I can't remember. Okay. John and I, we had been married... Not long, like some months. Okay. And I knew that John, John loves Paul McCartney. And I was thinking it would be a neat thing to like somehow name our first joint animal. Sure. I I really don't know. It was just, it was just an idea. And then when we met her, she really looked like a Linda. Yes. And I knew I wanted her to have a human name. Okay. I really am a big fan of human names i am too for pets i am too steve there's a bunch of celebrities with animals that have <laughs> like jennifer garner has yes. a dog named martha stewart oh, stop <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah it's real funny to me oh i love that so i don't know what i was answering i don't know why her name's linda mccartney we got her in 2009 okay she was five. Oh wow so I think she's around 15. So she's a senior doggy. She's long in the tooth. Jeez. Except, and in the body. Except she doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> she doesn't have any teeth? She's losing them all. Okay. It happens. Yeah, okay. She had, she had a hard life. Mm-hmm. Linda McCartney is part Australian Shepherd and part Corgi. Yes. So she is a strange critter. She is, she's kind of a tall Corgi. She looks like a Corgi, but her legs are about... An inch and a half longer than a normal corgi. Yeah, and she doesn't have, like, she's, her coloring is different. It's much more Australian shepherd. Yes, and she has the cloudy eyes like shepherds do. Yes. 
And she doesn't have that little heart butt that Courtney's have. <laughs> no, she does have a tail. But she does have a tail, which somebody I think else it's an is accident. Yeah. very much in love with. Oh, yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Linda. Linda's been with us since 2009. Linda is a very, although Linda and I have not really had many heart to hearts, mm-hmm. so to speak. I feel like she's a very loyal, steadfast yeah. friend. So she is a culmination of herding breeds, mm-hmm. which means she's an observer. Very much. She likes to sit at an angle from you mm-hmm. and just stare at you. <laughs> she will not sit beside you okay. or even at your feet. She needs to see you from the other corner of the room. And she kind of always needs you in her sight line. Okay. She also herds. She will herd you when she wants to eat. <laughs> I've seen that happen before. Yes. It's really uh, spectacular. She herds in the backyard. She just runs in super fast circles in the Aww, backyard. Oh, baby. It's hilarious. And she'll nip at your ankles a little bit when she wants out or when she's hungry. To really get her message across? Yes. Linda came auspicious beginnings. Okay. Linda. Tell me all. So way back in uh, 2009, let's mm-hmm. let's remember that time. There was a, the way you found animals was pet finder. Whoa. Throwback. I know. I know. Yeah, like sure. log into your AOL, dial in. Yeah. Get, a, get on pet finder. And um, I wanted a corgi mix. So I was just searching corgi mixes, found a bunch, found her through a rescue group. And assumed she was, like, on this really great, like, farm somewhere with all these other corgi mixes. And I arranged to go meet her. Uh-huh. And they just give me an address. And I'm just I'm probably, like, MapQuest. I probably had a printout of driving directions. Yes. And I love how I'm pretending 2009 was, like, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might as well have been. <laughs> so I get to the address, and it's Cheatham County Animal Control. Oh. She was at animal control. Oh, Linda. I know. And I was like, oh, damn. So I get in there. The people in there were not nice. The facility Mm. was not nice. And she was the only dog that was a smaller size. It was mostly big, more aggressive dogs. Yeah. So... Couldn't I, I couldn't leave her there. We got her a day or two later, and we have had her ever since. She was, turns out she was, she was pregnant, and she had heartworms. The pregnant thing we found out real fast, and that mm-hmm. took care of itself. But um, the heartworms was like a year and a half thing, and she had to go to this special place. It's real hard to save a five-year-old dog that's had heartworms the whole time. Like, it's oh, kind gosh. of a... Death sentence, and Jeez. everyone just wanted to put her down. But um, we took her to a place that specializes in it, and she like went to a summer camp for <laughs> old dogs with heartworms. Oh, rehab! They saved her. Yeah, yeah. It was it was funny because the first year we had her, she was real lethargic, and she just slept all the time. She didn't really like look at us or interact with us. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe that's her personality. And then when we, so we had her a year and she was just this snoozy, uninterested animal in our house. Yeah. But after the heartworms and after her stay at that heartworm summer camp, yeah, when she came back and she had to, she was a completely different dog. Wow. Completely different. Like her eyes were clearer she moved a lot more. She would. We have a weird, like, three-level, split-level Brady Bunch house. Mm-hmm. 
And she would go to all the levels where she never had. The year we had her, she never went to the other levels. Lady sugar. She was super sick. And we didn't know. We just thought she was lazy. They actually told me if I had tried to, like, walk her or run with her, she would have died. Because really? her heart and all of her arteries were full of heartworms. Ugh. And all her shit would have exploded. They're like, thank God you never exercised her. Who knows? She's the light of my life. Yeah. Linda. In addition to Linda, <laughs> there's a kitten. There's an accidental kitten named Paul's Nomi. Yeah. Nomi and Linda tearing it up. Tearing it up 24-7, 365. Well, not even 365 because you've had Nomi for like Since a, August. Hot, a hot minute. Like five seconds. Yeah. Nomi, Nomi. I don't know how old Nomi is. He's a couple months, mm-hmm. four months. He was the size of a dust bunny when you yeah, yeah. when he came into your life. Yes, because you saw him. Oh my gosh. You're one of the few people Filthy that saw him immediately. Dust bunny. Precious little dust Nomi. bunny. I was in downtown Nashville leaving a meeting. It was a weeknight, leaving a meeting at the Tennessee Democratic Party. And I got into the attached parking garage and these super young teenagers came up to me and they were trying to get in the building and they were like ma'am is there an emergency vet in there and i said i don't think so it's an office building but i don't know what's in this building Mm -hmm. they had a like a white days in hotel towel and they said well we just were visiting from minneapolis we just checked out of that days in on music row and there was a kitten in the dumpster and we googled emergency vet and it gave us this address oh and at that point, like, I looked, and there was this Nomi. tiny little oh. soaking wet. Soaking wet. He, he was mad. He was so mad. He was just Aww. making these sounds. He was shivering. So they kind of, like, whispered to each other uh-huh. and turned their back to me. And I was about to just, like, this is not my problem. Yeah. And um, they started, I don't, they just seemed suspicious. And I said, well, what are you going to do? And they said, they, like, wouldn't even make eye contact. And they're like, well, we, we got to meet people in Florida. And, like, we just, we got to go. And they were just going to set it down. You, were, you would <clears throat> never have walked away from that cat. No. No. And I said, would you like me to take the cat and take it somewhere so you can just leave? And they said, <laughs> would you please do yes. that? So I have no experience with this. I have never rescued an animal like this i've never owned a cat i've never had a wild animal in my car well like free i've had them in traps but it's a whole other <laughs> podcast um hashtag porch cat yo i had a box in the back of my mazda yeah i had like a yoga towel so i wrapped that critter up put that little cat in, your box. in my front seat in a box he jumped right out even though he was like two inches tall and um, they're very springy at that oh age. Oh my god! So I'm wearing this is this is relevant. I'm wearing an Elizabeth Suzanne tunic. Yeah. And I was like, just like you are now, just like I am now, just like I, every day, every day. Um. And I thought I was driving. I was like, should I just put him in the pocket of this tunic? And I thought that, and then I was like, if he won't stay in the box, he won't stay in my pocket. But. I really did have this thought of, like, I need to send Elizabeth Suzanne a letter. <laughs> All-purpose tunic. <laughs> what I put in the pocket of this tunic. Pet rescue. So, tunic. yeah, I called John and said, hey, I'm driving home. I have a kitten. I will explain when I get there. My plan was to keep the kitten overnight, because it, it was nighttime already. Keep him overnight. Drive him to one of two places I knew of in the morning and be done with it. Like, 
oh, I was patting myself on the back like, now I'm one of those people. Like, I'm going to let this little dude sleep in my house for the night. Then I'm going to drive him somewhere. Nope. No. He may have had heartworms, but he wormed his way into your heart. Oh, my. he had so many worms. <laughs> Full of worms. Full of worms. Little worm bag. <laughs> bag of worms. Ew. Legit bag of worms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. No one would take him. He was too little. Because he was wee. Yeah. He was so tiny. There, I took some photographs of this little fuzz butt, and he is smaller than my foot. So small. So tiny. No one would take him. He was so tiny that he would open his mouth <clears throat> to meow, mew. Yeah. And no sound would come out because yes. he was that tiny. Yes. God, little really, little guy. Real fucking cute, though. Covered in fleas. Mm-hmm. Riddled with worms. Mm-hmm. All the worms. Mm-hmm. Every kind of worm you can have. I called my vet... And they couldn't do anything. You can't do anything with the kitten until they're six weeks old. And they asked me a lot of questions. Guessed how old he was. They're like, okay, he's probably three weeks old. I mean, that is so tiny. I know. They don't really even let you touch them at the no. Humane Society. Oh. Until they're like six weeks. Okay. I mean, he was fresh. Super fresh. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, well, he's got a vet appointment in three weeks. Somebody will take him. And then, like, two people offered. <laughs> I was like, this cat's not for sale. Because he had wormed his way into your heart. Wormed his way. So we have a cat. It's hilarious. We have a 15-year-old dog and a kitten. It's like Harold and Maude. It's, it's 100%. If you've ever watched Harold and Maude, yeah. this is what this cat and this dog are like. Because that, when we were talking about Linda having a tail earlier, this cat fights Linda's tail mm-hmm. constantly. It sleeps on Linda's butt. Sleeps in Linda's tail. Yeah. But it just it just loves Linda so much. And Linda is like a saint. She'll sit there and just stare at you like, can you even believe this? And she's <laughs> totally martyring about it, but she loves it. Right? So she loves it. The first day I had Nomi, he was filthy. He legit came from a dumpster. Yeah. And he was, he'd been bathing in garbage juice. Yes. I did not know that he was as dirty as he was. I just, I didn't know what was, I didn't know. I didn't know what was fur, what was dirt. Like, I did not understand mm-hmm. he was that dirty. Linda cleaned him. And I got real freaked out because it was very aggressive. And Linda was licking him so hard that she was like. Pushing him across the floor. Pushing him across the floor. And then she would bring him back. And she was cleaning inside his ears. Ugh. And she, she cleaned his butt a lot. And so I call I called the vet a lot, and I called. Well, you're a new parent. I had no idea. Anyway, L- Linda was doing her job, that and Linda's right. a mom. Linda has had multiple litters that predate us, right? So she knows what to do. So yeah, Linda. Linda takes care of Nomi. Nomi, as he's grown, he's a real kitten now. He's he's a dick. He's so mean to Linda. <laughs> He just jumps on her and chews on her ears and bites so her. So cute. So Nomi's had to go to the vet all so much. We yeah. have this cat has cost more than like my Mazda. Um, <laughs> barely exaggerating. And you can't even ride on the cat. No. So every time I go to the vet, I just have a list of questions like, is he hurting Linda? Do we need to give him away to preserve Linda's sanity? Like, and the vet said Linda trains Nomi. Yeah. That the older animal trains the younger animal anyway. So Linda barks at him and growls, and he they understand each other. Linda has really good use of boundaries. He is the light of my life. I had no idea I even was wanted a cat. Who knew? 
I feel like because that's sort of how I got mine. I didn't really know that I wanted a cat either. Mm -hmm. And I came back from visiting my brother in 2015. Yeah. And on Halloween, I went to the Humane Society and I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to (laughs) look. 30 minutes later, I was in my car with a cat and a to-go box. And I was like, oh my God, what did I do? But I mean, that's literally how I bought my car. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. You're like, cool, this is it. I'm done. Um, But yeah, it's, I didn't know I wanted a cat either. And yeah. And I think it's really, I don't want to get too like philosophical about it. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell that you do. I do kind of. But, um, you know, when I found Hammy, Hammy is my cat. Hammy is short for Hamish. (laughs) I got him home and I was like really thinking about good, strong Scottish names. Hamish, Angus. Uh, listeners, I'm shaking my head. Fergus. <laughs> and then I but I just really liked I really liked Hamish. Hammy was at the Humane Shelter. Um beautiful, so helpful volunteers. They were like, you can hold them if you want. I was like, I want to take all the cats. I want them all. Hammy was the cat who looked a little bit snivelly, and he had some goop coming out of his eyes and Aww. his nose, and he was sleeping in his litter box. Yeah. And so I picked him up, and he blew a snot bubble out his nose, and I was like, ooh, I think you're going to come home with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had I had no idea, like, what to look for in a cat, you know, because I thought maybe, oh, I'll get a senior kitty, or I'll get a... Uh-huh. And Hammy was um, three months old. Okay. When I got him, so he's a little bit older. He didn't. He did have worms, but like, they were butt worms. They weren't heart worms. So they I sort know of about l- all yeah, the worms. All so many worms. So they were sort of latent, and and he gave me those as a as a Christmas present. Yeah, I, I did not get them, but they showed up at the holidays, and so it's nice. My present back to him was a big old antibiotic pill from the vet. So, um, Hammy turned out to be part Maine Coon. Yeah. So Hammy, I should have named him like Panzer or something. <laughs> Some tank name because he's, huge. he's a monster. <laughs> and he he's mostly fluff. I've been tempted yeah. in the summer to give him one of those lion cuts. Just to see how, what his body like, looks like. He would look like an angry chicken. <laughs> and but, He would be angry. Would mm-hmm. he? He seems like he wants his fur. I think he likes his fur a lot. Yeah. It's very long, and it clings to everything, so I have to vacuum a lot. Hammy is not – and it'll be interesting to see what happens with Nomi because Hammy is not super demanding of affection. Yeah. He won't, um, like, snuggle with me, and when he mm. does, it's, like, once every six months. I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't move now. He's <laughs> here. It's happening. It's finally happening, and I can't – anyway – He's great. He's so funny. And, um, of course, here I am. I'm like, oh, well, I, my child is bored and maybe I need to get him a friend. Slippery fucking slope. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't gotten another one. But. You have one cat leads to another. Then you have two cats. Then you discover is this a crazy real song? cat lady. No, I just made that up. Oh, my God. That's going to be your first single. Maybe it, maybe it is a song. No. It should be if it's not already. Okay. So Hammy, um, so I adopted him in, on Halloween, and he was so tiny, and his ears were like the biggest thing about him. Oh. 
And he has very sort of like beautiful ear hair tufts and everything. Yeah. He's just fl- – he has sort of like um, sort of like a Shakespeare collar yes. rough of he does. fur. And I, he has it on the sides of his face too. And I like to call him his Martin Van Buren's because they're <laughs> <laughs> very presidential but oh my God. and fluffy. At the same Side time. note, Linda has that. Yeah. And John likes to do that to her and oh, call yeah. her Cornelius Vanderdog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. <laughs> um, and so one of my favorite things about Hammy is that he likes to go outside for walks. Yeah. And he has a harness. Hammy for – I think Hammy is probably about – I don't – I've not measured him. But he's at least two feet from nose to base of tail. That sounds right. And I never realize how big he is. I just forget until I see other cats. And I'm like, oh, my God, Hammy is so big. Everyone else is such a delicate little flower. <laughs> Hammy's a bruiser. So Hammy has a little harness and a leash. And so I take him out for walks in the evenings. I took go, him on a walk once. That's right. You were a guest walker. I was a guest walker. He likes to go out and sniff everything and eat grass. He knew exactly where he wanted to go. He knows. Yes. Um, there are certain cars that he likes to sniff the back tires of. Mm-hmm. There's certain holes in the ground that he likes to sniff. He has some favorite snack grass patches that he likes to go to. Mm-hmm. There are always little rabbits in certain areas that he knows where he can kind of pretend to chase something. And then, but recently we've been going on walks and he just like starts out and we go around the entire block. Whoa. And he's just striding along and I'm walking at a normal pace and he's just boop, 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 boop. Sometimes okay. I have to pick him up because he gets a little tired, but... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So I take people do stop and ask me about it fairly Duh. frequently. Cause people are like, "Is that, is that a cat?" And yeah. it's pretty funny. And so I get to talk about how I trained my genius child to walk on a leash. <laughs> um, what does he do in the morning? He likes to smell my breath. Oh, yeah. Big fan of breath smelling. Once I move for the first time after being, you know, comatose all night long, he's ready to eat treats. And I've got to I've got to swap up my routine and give him to him in the evening because he will nibble at me until I get up <laughs> and feed him something that he wants to eat. What else does he do? He's just kind of he's crazy. He does like cat parkour off of furniture. And oh, yeah. Chases things and plays fetch, and I wake up and there are toys in my bed, and I love it. And he hides. He does hide. He's a pretty good hider. Yeah. He's really, there's, I've got some good deep closets. Yes. With a lot of shit in them. And so he makes little spots back there, and like mm-hmm. every time I clean it out, I have to go back there and vacuum out all of his little hairs. But there's a lot of times I come over and we don't see him for like hours, and then he'll just walk through the room. And he's like, oh, hey. What's what you doing? I've been well, in the closet this whole time. That's why I also have to <laughs> leave my closet doors at least ajar. Yes. He will let himself into my kitchen cabinets and then not be able to get back out. Okay. And so I'll wake up in the middle of the night and hear this sort of like thunk, thunk, thunk. And it's Hammy trying to push the cabinet open from the inside because he let himself in and can't get back out. This is this is what I'm worried about. <clears throat> is you'll You'll get it all figured out. God. One step at a time. It's Hammy, so much to learn. It is, but it's fun when you do it. So, like, Hammy can tell the difference between opening a can of cat food and opening a can of tuna fish. Whoa. And so... Like, by sound uh-huh. and smell? Well, they do sound different. I've, I've listened now um, that I'm a cat <laughs> mama. And crack open a can of tuna, and Hammy is just like, ah, 
runs in crazy. And so I give him the little tuna water out of the can. And he eats that a lot. He really loves it. It's very nice. Um, yeah, I love I love Hammy. I so love Hammy. He's great. When he goes to stay at Grandma and Grandpa camp when I go out yes. of town, he arrives and I let him out of his to-go box. And he goes straight <laughs> up the stairs to their little loft area uh-huh. in their farmhouse. And he loves to go in their attic space. And then he crawls. There's part of the attic that's unfinished. And he just crawls in between, like, into the innards of the house. And then disappears for, like, a week at a time. That's what I would do. I think I told you this when you told me about him getting lost in the attic. Yeah. A friend of mine had a cat who got up into their attic and ate the insulation. Did it die? Nope. That's incredible. I know. My parents have the like eco-friendly insulation in their house so it's not yeah totally fiberglass yeah but he did have a lot of fiberglass chunks so i think he was pretty far down on the walls last time Holy i freaked shit. out I, I remember i was a really scared parent yeah because he didn't come out for like 30 minutes yeah and it was 105 degrees up there oh. <laughs> and i was like he's beef jerky in the back <laughs> <laughs> my cat's dead you haven't seen him in 48 hours uh he was fine and really mad at me for taking him home. Whoa. So, yep. Okay. Hey, Kim. Hey. I love talking about my cat, but probably it's time for a break, don't you think? I think it's time for a break. Okay, cool. Well, uh, we'll be uh, back in a little bit. Meow. Bye. And we're back. We're back. Welcome, hey, Louisa. Welcome back, nudists. Welcome back. Hey, Kim, what? Uh, what's the thing you didn't hate this week? Oh, I think I didn't hate this week. Snoop Dogg yeah. got a star on Hollywood Boulevard. I saw some clip of this online. Okay. I didn't know why Snoop Dogg was in my timeline all okay. of a sudden. Well, it's fantastic. His acceptance speech is marvelous. And my favorite thing about it, sort of in the in the vein of what we've been discussing since we started this podcast about appreciating ourselves and giving ourselves credit, he thanks himself in yes. his acceptance speech. Yes. And he says, most of all, I would like to thank me. Holy shit. And it is fantastic. <laughs> and it goes on and on. But he covers all of them, you know, for, like, staying strong. I like to thank me for being a genius. It's so good. And it made me really happy. And I just thought, you know, that's all people really want to do during an acceptance speech is, of course, they want to thank the people that got them there, but they want to thank themselves, too. It's genius. It's fantastic. So I highly recommend that you go and listen to it and to just take a little inspiration from Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah, the modern day poet, lyricist, philosopher. Oracle. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. That was what I did not hate this week. Kim, what didn't you hate this week? Okay. Okay. Sports cars. Sports cars. Okay. Not not a Corvette. Not like a sports car. Okay. I'm talking... A car with like soccer decals on it? You're you're am heading getting, to the... Am I getting yeah. warm? Oh, yeah. Shit. You're getting okay. warm. Okay. So today I was driving and I got behind a big pickup truck... <laughs> That was completely covered in, I don't know, sports. Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, those like little diamondy things? No, like it was a wrap. Yeah, but their logo is like the oh. the diamonds in the circle. Yes. Okay, yeah, sure. Yes, so his truck bed 
had the logo and then had all of I'm not even kidding had all of the players whoa and had like their stats it was a really, it was a big like monster pickup truck well you have to buy a big truck if you're going to put all that material 100% on there. yeah so i was behind this truck today and i remembered my favorite car in nashville is this hell car it's like a <laughs> It's like a car they don't even make anymore. It's okay. like a Geo Prism or a Dodge Spirit. It's a tiny little red two-door coupe from mm-hmm. like the 90s. And it is 100% wrapped <laughs> in Chicago Bulls paraphernalia. Yes. I haven't seen that. It's it's around. Okay. Other people have seen it. Okay. I think that the driver works at Pancake Pantry. Oh. That is where I used to always see the car. In Hillsboroughville? Yeah. Okay. So I have I used to have a bunch of pictures of this car, and it was just this funny thing I would see. Uh-huh. I used to run around there, so I would see it when I was running. And I have lately, it's still alive, I saw it at a Planet Fitness. And I was like, oh, there's the oh, Chicago man. Bulls car. I'm going to have to keep my peepers peeled for that car. I love, like, unabashed exuberance. Like, if you have a hell car, but you love a sports team so much. That's some dedication. Like, Why not? I bet what it costs to wrap that car and the logo is worth more than the car. Well, I bet you'd actually raise the value of the car by putting that. One hundred percent. I'd buy that car. Sweet ass wrap on it. I'd, I'd buy that car and drive it on drive it on the weekends just to like make myself happy. The doors are the Chicago Bulls logo. The okay. hood is a big is the bull. Okay. And then there's basketballs, and then of course it has like the number thirty two. I think on the back window, or maybe on the, the Michael what Jordan. Was that? was that his number? Yeah. I'm shocked that I knew that much, but yes. Wow. Thanks. I'll have, to, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to look around for that. I love a good um, self-expression car. I just, it makes me really happy. Like, it makes me really happy. Because I imagine that every day the driver of that car gets in and loves that, loves that decision. I would. I'm just thinking about what I would put on a car. I don't know. I'd have to really oh, kind of. I would never. You would. Mm. If you, if you, yes. Mm. Give it five years, folks. <laughs> Kim's cat. Kim's car will be covered in photos of Nomi. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Catmobile. No. It's, it's not my brand. I don't know. It might be. Okay. <laughs> hey. Um. Well. I guess that's it for this little mini sode, huh? It is, man. Mini ish sode. Mini ish. Yeah. We're talkers. We are talkers. Pets gets us every time. I mean, I could talk for three more hours. I skimmed. I didn't even get into. I could have gone so much further. <laughs> about the counseling I had to get about litter boxes. I didn't know, I didn't know you had to, I knew you had to scoop it. I didn't know you had to change a lot. There's a lot I didn't know. It's a steep learning curve. So much. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, nudists. Mm -hmm. Download anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have a minute, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can find us at FridayNightNudes.show and on Instagram at FridayNightNudes. And how do you spell nudes, Kim? N O O D S. Thanks for the reminder. You can also email us at FridayNightNudes at gmail.com. The music that you're hearing in the intro and in the breaks is by Upright T-Rex. This podcast is brought to you by We Own This Town. Peace out. Peace out. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. And and also, if Linda were a human, she would drive a Honda Odyssey minivan. (gasps) Oh. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe even like an old school Dodge Caravan. She I'm would not have sure. an old like Toyota Previa. <laughs> Ooh, an
an egg car. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Powder blue. Mm-hmm. 